Hi, it's Louise Poole with Lou Live Loud and Unplugged, the podcast where I chat to some of the entertainment industry's biggest names. And this week I thought we'd replay an interview I did with Scottish singer-songwriter Tom Walker. You'd recognise him from his hit song Leave a Light On. He's been in Australia recently touring, but this interview I recorded late 2018. Hello. Hello, Tom. Welcome. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm well. I saw a photo of you uh, with the Harbour Bridge in the background. So Oh, yeah. You've, it's beautiful. You've already been doing the Instagram-worthy Australia shots while you're here. Yeah, of course. Of course. Tourists got to be a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What else is on the lineup? you got to go to the Opera House? Uh, yeah, so we went to the Opera House and then we kind of had like lunch down there by the by the water, which was really nice. And then, yeah, we, that was kind of all we did. We were all a bit um, delirious from the jet lag yesterday. <laughs> so I had like two beers and I felt like I was completely wasted. <laughs> what about koalas? Cuddled koalas? Not yet, but uh, it's definitely on the list. And uh, hopefully not when you're full of the beers and you feel that way. No, definitely not. <laughs> I would never irresponsibly cuddle a koala while under the influence. <laughs> good, good. So this is your first trip to Australia, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Overall impressions? Because we like you. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's really cool. I mean, it's there's, there's so many familiarities, especially because it's nice and cool now. So it kind of like there's like a Westfields right next to where I'm staying, and there's one like near my house at home, and it's about the same temperature. So it kind of feels pretty identical at the moment. It's it's really nice. So you're a Scottish Scottish boy, aren't you? Yeah, I was born in Scotland, but I moved down to Manchester when I was uh, three years old, and then for the last uh, six years I've lived in London. So congrats on Leave a Light On. That's been a huge success here for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts because it's kind of like, um, I, I guess, the last territory to kind of for it to go off in. So we've been all over promoting that song over the last kind of nine months. Um, and it's awesome to come to Australia and have the opportunity to do it here as well. Do you remember what it felt like the first time you heard that one played on the radio or maybe as part of the TV sync? Uh, yeah, I remember. I, do, do you know what? I've not seen it on the TV yet. I've seen it on YouTube, which I guess counts as the TV. But, yeah. uh, uh, but I've not, I've not um, seen it on the actual TV. TV, but I remember the first time I was in my car and it came on. And, you know, when you're in the UK and your own song comes on Radio 1, it's like, it, yeah, it's, it's an indescribable feeling. Absolutely amazing. How did you write it? How did it sort of come about? Uh, well, I was kind of in the studio with a guy called uh, Steve Mack, and he's an amazing writer. He's worked with loads of people over the years. Um, I've been going through this kind of troubled time with a mate of mine who was kind of off the rails a little bit, uh, drinking a bit too much. And, you know, we were, we're all young and we liked to drink, but he was getting to the point where partying was turning into something that wasn't fun anymore. And uh, I could see that he was going through something that was kind of more than that. So, yeah, I was kind of, I didn't really know what to do about the situation. So I do, I do what I do best and I wrote a song about it. And yeah. uh, that's kind of the topic of the song, I guess. And not a lot of people are talking about mental health and, and addiction. It's kind of something I wanted to shed a bit of light on. So it's really a song about being there for him in his, well, I suppose, time of need. Yeah, so and yeah. it's not just me like being there for him. It's like me and all all my mates. I mean, we've, I've got like five mates I grew up with, and they live kind of uh, like the down the road from me. All five of them, and I, we're all still best mates. So we kind of all pulled together, and uh, it's nice to do that still when you're 26 with the mates you met when you were kind of seven. Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy. Why is the conversation about mental health important to you? I just think I don't know. I've been on the road for a long time, and I work a lot of hours, uh, and it's a kind of it's a crazy business, the old music business. I absolutely adore it and I love it, but it has its moments where you're just like, wow, this is this is a lot to take in, it's a lot to deal with. And I just think it's important to, to talk about it in any industry because I think, especially in London, a lot of young people 
work a hell of a lot of hours and don't get a lot of kind of recognition or money for it and they spend their whole life living at work and I've done it before and you know I've finally got a bit of money in my life but I'm still working crazy crazy hours all the time and I'm very blessed to be doing what I'm doing but it's important to like make time and realize when things are going too far and take a moment to kind of um, assess your mental health every once in a while because it is super important super important you've hit the nail on the head there um so do you have any tips for self-care I think just sleep, sleep and water for me. If I don't have enough water and I don't have enough sleep, it really does me in like badly. We did a, we did a couple of days recently where it was like it was six in the morning to one a.m. every day, like pretty much nonstop. And at the end of the five days, I think I slept for like eighteen hours straight. And if I don't do that, I kind of I start to hit the wall. Like I just can't go on anymore. So I always have to make time to catch up every once in a while. So speaking of the odd jobs that you have before you're a musician, because this always fascinates me, because you see people they're very successful. You don't realise that you know they worked at Macca's for ages. Yeah, sure, yeah. What what are what are some of the jobs you held along the way? Oh man, I've been a chef in like I think like five different restaurants. I was I was never any good. Um, I did that for a long time. I've like uh, I worked as a photo booth attendant as well, which is like the guy who who goes down to like fancy posh events and kind of builds the photo booth and then babysits drunk people and hands them props while they get into the photo booth and then packs it up and gets on his merry way. So I did that for like a whole year before I signed my deal. Do you remember when it was that you sort of decided that being a musician was what you wanted to do? Before I had a job, I'd already decided that I wanted to be a musician. Like from the age of I think like nine when I went to see I went to see ACDC in Paris for the first time with my dad when I was nine and ever since that moment I've been doing like everything I can to to be a musician of any sort like I would have happily been a guitarist or a bass player or a drummer or a singer or whatever I would have done anything just to just to be in the music industry because I really love playing music. What would you say to that nine-year-old boy now? I don't think he would believe his his eyes. I think he would freak out. Like, some of the stuff I've done over the last year is, like, crazy. We did a gig to 15,000 people in France. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was absolutely beyond belief. And, you know, I've just been, in the last three weeks, I've been to Mexico. I've been to... I've done an American tour that we sold out. Um, I've done... I've just done gigs everywhere, all over. So, yeah, if 15-year-old me could see me, he would freak out. (laughs) So is that the biggest pinch-yourself moment, that gig in front of all those people? I think it's just a combination of all of it, you know, when you... Like, right now, being in Australia, like, flying over here to talk to loads of lovely people about my song is is not something I ever thought I would do. So, yeah, it's crazy to be doing it. How often are you hearing stories where people are saying that, you know, leave a light on is something that's helped them? All the time, to be fair, like people have gotten in touch with me from all around the world um, and stuff that you would never expect. Like there was one guy from, from the US who got in touch with me telling me that the song had helped him get through his gambling addiction and, mm. I, and I never made the connect, you know, like, mm. which is, is really crazy that a song that for me is about something totally different made him feel better because it, it is an addiction, it relates to addiction. And it's just really cool to hear that a song I quite honestly, selfishly wrote um, to try and navigate my way through an issue that I was having has helped a lot of other people through their issues. It's the biggest compliment, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and hearing people sing it at the shows, that's that's another thing I just can't get used to. Like people singing like the entire song word for word. It's absolutely crazy. So I'm looking forward to the upcoming album. What a time to be alive. Is it full yeah. of more uplifting, inspirational tunes? Yeah, so the album for me is like a it's a little snapshot into the last kind of three years especially, but pretty much my whole 
life. You know, the stories of good love, bad love, friends, family. I just, it, everything with a little underlining tone of hope. I mean, some of my songs are depressing, I'm not going to lie, but I like to think that in every depressing song, there is always an underlining tone of hope, and that's what the album's about for me. It's, I think everybody could do with a little bit of cheering up at the moment, so, yeah, it's always good to have a little cry and then realise what's important to you in life. So is Angels going to be a single? Yeah, totally. Angels is a the single that we're, we've just started working in the UK and in Europe because we've done Leave a Light on over there for like the last, I don't know, like nine months or something. So yeah. we've moved on to the next one over there, which is cool. You reckon you've got a Guardian Angel looking out for you? Absolutely, yeah. I don't know how I've got this far, so somebody must be looking out for me. <laughs> so what? what's your favourite one off the new record? What's your favourite track? There's a track called Now You're Gone um, uh, where Zara Larson jumped on and did... Uh, a little feature with me, which is really, really cool. Um, and to have on my debut album, uh, you know, her coming on, she's absolutely huge, and in my eyes, like a, a huge pop star and one of the best. So it's really cool to have her featuring on my album. And it's kind of a wicked duet that's on there, and it's like to and from in the whole song, and it's just re- it's got a really nice dialogue. And how cool is that cover art? That's one of the most impressive covers that I've seen in ages. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, we, we had it hand-drawn. Uh, an amazing, we approached an amazing artist called Craig Allen, and he's done these paintings in that style for all sorts of people. And the whole idea behind the album was like, all of these people in my life, and everybody I've worked with, or anybody who's inspired a song, or my friends, my family, my girlfriend, whatever it is, it was all of those people coming together to make a bigger picture, which is the album, and I wanted to do that with my face. So if everybody on that is either, well, not everybody, because there's 2,000 people on there, but I reckon about 500 of them are everybody who's been involved in the album in any little minor ways on there, like all the producers, the writers that I wrote with, all my friends, my family, even my grandmother's on there like it's everybody maybe the other 1500 of the people whose lives have been touched by your music yeah I mean I hope so I really hope so but it's, it's, I've never seen another album cover like it no me there's either a, there's a lot of cool album covers but a lot of it is also like two gorgeous people in some kind of band standing there looking very glamorous and I just didn't want to do that I wanted to do something that was kind of thought provoking well I absolutely can't wait to hear the rest of it Tom thank you so much for your time today absolute pleasure thank you for taking the time as well really appreciate it if you enjoyed this interview then please subscribe to my podcast where there's plenty more Lou Live Loud and Unplugged you can find it in all the regular places iTunes Spotify and on the free iHeartRadio app or connect with me on social media on Instagram at Louise underscore pool on Facebook at Louise Pool Official